1: Yeah. This is Pastor, well, kind of jolly. Hope to be more jolly than curmudgeon this week. <laughs> Pastor Lekomsky, uh, retired, living in New Athens, Illinois, and I have with me as always
0: Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in beautiful South St. Louis. And uh, we are glad that you're a little jollier than last week at least, John. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm going to get my curmudgeon stuff done at the beginning of this episode. We're going to move on to some some new stuff. And and so it'll be kind of a mixture of curmudgeon and, and jolly. All right. <laughs> OK. And this is, by the way, wrestling, wrestling with, the, with basic. the basics. So so just to wrap up what we were talking about last week, Matt, real quick. Um, uh I, I think we need to have the day of humiliation and prayer. I I, I know that the new hymn book took out the word humiliation. Uh, You know, we we read this beautiful thing from President Trump, and it is a beautiful thing. I I just love his words about uh, quoting Luke 37, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. And and this call for prayer that we need to trust in the Lord. And it's just a shame that no one knows that he called for that day of prayer. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, But it did strike me as I was reading through his proclamation, it, it lacked a call of repentance. It lacked what Lincoln said, you know, that we we need to reflect on the fact that God is humbling us and, and we need to come with penance. But it occurs to me, I, I just don't think people think that way anymore. Uh, and, and, and I can understand that I, I'm sure that if I was an active pastor, I would see the suffering and the struggles. And, and, and in my heart, I would move to say, people, it's going to be all right. The Lord, the Lord loves and forgives. But here's my last curmudgeon thing. <laughs> and, and then we'll put the curmudgeon behind. And I can't believe I'm saying this, Matt, because I heard hundreds of pastors say it. I said, oh, that, no. Uh, but, There is no gospel if there isn't repentance. There is no gospel until you tell people about the law. Uh, And I'm just wondering if because we're so overwhelmed with this COVID that we're forgot, that no, we need to tell people there's a reason for this. And the reason is, is because we're sinners. Uh, And and I want to say one thing real quick. And then I know you you have some things to throw in here too. Uh, um, When I call for repentance, I know that's a dangerous thing. Because uh, I think so many people hear that and they're thinking, oh, yeah, I can think of a lot of things that other people need to repent of. But but let me tell you right now, if, if you think the people in New York were worse sinners— <laughs> OK, and that's why it's happening in New York and Chicago, because those people are worse sinners. Might remind you what Jesus says. If you don't repent, you likewise will perish. Um, so what did you, you said you wanted to uh, kind of chime in on this, Matt, what were the things, the thoughts you had?
0: Well, just a couple of things. I I, I think you're exactly right. Um and I, in my own personal Bible reading, I was looking at uh, the book of Daniel recently, and he'll talk about humiliation. Uh, it's called, it's titled here, this section, Nebuchadnezzar's Humiliation. Uh, uh, so you might remember that account where uh, he's walking around and he's looking at Babylon and he's in his royal residence and he says, uh, is not this Babylon great, which I've built by my mighty power as a royal residence for the glory of my majesty? And then immediately it says, oh, the words are still in the king's mouth. There's a voice from heaven. And what does the voice from heaven say? Well, that he's going to be humbled. Uh, and he has to. Uh, he's really kind of out of his mind for a while. And he roams around like a wild beast and his nails grow out and his hairs grow out until finally he gives glory to God uh, after a certain length of time. So I, I think that's interesting that uh, we have that call in the Bible, not just with Nebuchadnezzar, but again and again and again. Um, that's, that's the message, John, you're right, is repentance, uh, turn to the Lord. Um, <laughs> you know, change your hearts. Uh, that's, this not the message to Nebuchadnezzar, but we think of Jonah and his message to Nineveh. We think of Jeremiah and his message to Judah and the list just goes on and on and on and on. And, and why do, would we think that God's message is any different today <laughs> for his people? Uh, we too, uh, need to repent and, and turn to the Lord. You bet.
1: And and I just I want to read again what Lincoln said because it just it, it's he he's and, because it's so appropriate to our day he says intoxicated with unbroken success. We have become too self-sufficient to feel the necessity of redeeming and preserving grace, too proud to pray to the God that made us. It behooves us then to humble ourselves before the offended power to confess our national sins and to pray for clemency and forgiveness. Um, And and it occurred to me, though, Matt, as as we're calling for this repentance, we're still telling jokes. (laughs) We didn't tell any jokes last week, but we've been doing. and, And I thought, okay, Lord, maybe I am being too flippant. Uh, and, and maybe the Lord forgive me for that. But see, on the other hand, Matt, having repented, I, I know what the Lord does to people he humbles, and it's hard not to be happy. Because I'm thinking about uh, what happened on Maundy Thursday and Good Friday and how he humbled those disciples, right? You know, the guys that were high-fiving and they were counting how many swords they had and they were arguing about who's going to sit on his right and his left in his kingdom. And, And, you know, they're boasting about, oh, Jesus, we'll go to prison, we'll die for you. And Jesus must have rolled his eyes and said, oh, gentlemen, 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 you have no idea what is going to happen and how you will be humbled. But then what's he do Easter night, Matt? He comes to these same guys, and what does he say?
0: Yeah, peace be with you.
1: Yeah, and then 50 days later, it took a while. It took a while. They needed to be humbled for a little while. But then 50 days later, they're they're preaching in, in Jerusalem bold and confident and of calling, of course, for people to repent, right, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins and the Holy Spirit. So, see, that's why I'm all about repentance, because once you understand that this is all about sin, then, then everything's going to be all right. Because I know what God does after he humbles us. He lifts us up. Isn't that what Mary said? Do I have that passage down there somewhere, Matt? Oh, yeah. He has brought down the mighty from the thrones and exalted those of humble estate. There's Mary's Magnificat. Uh, and, and then First Peter 5, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time he may exalt you. Cast in all your anxieties at him because he cares for you. So uh, yeah if this is a if this is the humbling of God that's a good thing because God only humbles he only disciplines those he loves yeah so uh yeah, any one, final go ahead yeah, Matt. yeah one other
0: thought is just that uh <clears throat> is too bad <clears throat> excuse me too bad it takes a pandemic or in lincoln's case a war to do that yeah Yeah. you know our our lives should be one of repentance i think that's one of luther's 95 theses, right john if i remember right yes because our lives are one of repentance daily repentance and contrition and dying uh to sin and drowning that old adam and rising a new life in christ so you're, you're exactly right but too bad that sometimes our hearts are so hard and we become so dull to god's blessings and god's word that it takes something like this as an act of discipline a wake up all sorts so that we do repent. But, you know, God's done that. So now is the time. Uh, Let's let's turn to the Lord. Uh, Let's rend our hearts, come to repentance, seeking forgiveness.
1: Now, now you told me you had another passage that you think also continues and addresses this issue. So let's go with that, Matt. Where where did you want to go to now?
0: Oh, yeah, sure. So we're going to go to uh, John chapter 14. um, And this is another facet, okay, of this whole COVID pandemic. Uh, John looked at that facet of repentance, and that is a big part of it. Uh, I want to look at another facet of it, though. Uh, so and maybe and Matt, work.
1: before we can may I add, these are the words Jesus is speaking to the people who he's going to humble. <laughs> See, is okay. it,
0: it's, I, this is so perfect that you, uh, you, you have that segue, John, because uh, John's gospel, boy, has a lot of stuff that takes place the night of Jesus' arrest. So yes. a lot of this is taking place before his arrest in the upper room. So know the context is super important here, Jesus is speaking these words, and I think sometimes we forget this, Jesus is speaking these pretty familiar words in the upper room. All right. So I- exactly what you said. Uh, the disciples are sitting there. Uh, they Their feet have been washed. <laughs> Jesus, though, has said some pretty disturbing, troubling things to these people that need to be humbled. He said that one is going to uh, betray him. Uh, identifies Judas. Judas even scrams and leaves. And then he also says, "Well, Peter, Peter's going to deny him." And of course, Peter rejects that notion. And then after Je- and then Jesus, even more troubling, perhaps to the disciples at the time, says, "Well, he's going to die, <laughs> be
1: arrested." Yes. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah. all of these things are taking place in this room. conversation this conversations being had. And then we finally get then to these words in John 14. So why don't we just, uh, why don't we go ahead and read that uh, from John chapter 14. Let's just do verses uh, 1 through 3.
1: Let not your hearts be troubled. By the way, this is in red in my Bible. So these are Jesus. Jesus speaking to the disciples to us. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also.
0: Okay, so their their hearts are troubled, right? Jesus yeah. acknowledges that. Let not your hearts be troubled, okay? And then he he talks to them, and he gives them this, this remedy, this solution, this uh, source of peace for troubled hearts, right? Um, yes, yes. Before we identify what that is, John, um, I just want to recognize that there's a lot of people that have troubled hearts right now, <laughs> you know, in the midst of this pandemic. Um, I think that we have this idea, this feeling that well, things just aren't right. Um, you know, things are closed that we're used to being open. Um, there's just think of this past Sunday. It was a tough day for a lot of folks.
1: Yep, Mother's
0: uh, Day, of, yeah. Lot, yeah, Mother's yeah. Day. A yeah. lot of families including mine did not to get together with mom for Mother's Day. At least not in person. <clears throat> it's our hearts are troubled, okay? Uh in, in a similar way that the disciples' hearts are troubled. Um you know, and it's not just what we don't get to do but we have to do. You know, I the other day I saw a uh, a little a little preschooler who's wearing a surgical mask, right?
1: Uh. Um, yeah.
0: Yep. I, I, you know, and, and well, good for his parents, you know, watching out for his safety and, and, you know, of course, you know, caring about the, the health of others, right. That's a good thing. Uh, but, but boy, th- there's something troubling when you see that, that this little three or four year old guy uh, has to wear that mask and then has to see other people, you know, who are wearing that mask. And it's just, it's scary. and It's troubling to him and it should be troubling to us too. Um, and I think that, as you pointed out last week and this week too, John, uh, that this coronavirus—boy, it's a reminder to us that that that. Things just aren't right.
1: Something's wrong. <laughs> something Something's wrong. wrong, you know, yeah.
0: something is wrong. And it is, I think you're exactly right. Part of it is that call to repentance and to recognize that, wait a second, uh, this isn't what God originally intended when he created the heavens and the earth. Um, before there was sin in the world, before there was any sin to be repented of, right, when things were perfect. Uh, no, there wasn't pandemics and coronaviruses and, and masks that need to be worn. Uh, but but to recognize, too, then, in repentance, that we're the ones who ruined it. <laughs> that was the first yes. of Adam yeah. and Eve yeah. uh, that brought that about. And since that time, things have never been quite right. Uh, our hearts have always been troubled to that certain extent. Um, and I think, uh, you know, certainly then the disciples feel that, that night of uh, Jesus' arrest, uh, as they're still there in the upper room. Uh, and it's not because of pandemic, obviously, it's because, of the words that Jesus had just shared with them. Um, but again, John, he, he gives us that remedy then to hearts that are troubled.
1: Uh, and and, and, and yeah. Matt, could I add at this point? See, it's good to have troubled hearts. Because uh-huh. yeah. if, the, if the disciples were the way they were, say, two hours earlier, where they're glad-handing and debating about who's going to sit on the right and the left, no, no, God. There's nothing He can say to those people, but when their hearts are troubled, now He can say these comforting things that you're going to say to us, and the Lord Jesus says to all of us. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, 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 what you know? I think this is interesting. Um, uh, you know, sometimes you know, in the midst of this pandemic, what what is the sign you shared from the bank in, in New Athens last week, John? What do you remember um, what that sign said?
1: <laughs> this too shall pass.
0: This too shall pass. This
1: too yeah, shall pass. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And I, I think that. For people with troubled hearts, for people who are looking for peace in the midst of pandemic, I think that's the answer a lot of people are looking to. This too shall pass. In other words, I'm going to rephrase that. We just, we need to get back to normal. We need to get yes, back to normal. Yes, yes. <clears throat> once we're back to normal, once we're back to business as usual at the bank and in our lives, then, yeah, then it'll be okay. Our hearts will no longer be troubled. But wait a second. <laughs> Is that what Jesus says to his disciples here <laughs> when they had troubled hearts? Uh, Don't worry, guys, things will kind of get back to normal in a little bit. And, you know, this is a rough rough spot as I'm going to be arrested and die. But, uh, you know, uh, this too shall pass.
1: That's Matt, not what Matt, Jesus Matt, says, right? Yeah, because no, you just got me thinking. That's the thing. No, things are never going to be normal for the disciples again, are they? No. Nope. They're they're never going to go back to the way they were, where they were just following Jesus, and he was healing the sick and feeding 5,000. No, that's not going to be their new normal. And their new normal is going to be what he says. Take up your cross and follow me. That's that's what normal is going to be. Exactly. I never thought about that, Matt. That's a great a great insight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause I, I think that's what the disciples are thinking that can't, can't we, can't I just go back to Galilee and fish a more, some more? Can't,
1: yes, can't, yeah. Can't we
0: just leave Jerusalem and, you know, all this talk of the cross and, and just go out to maybe following Jesus and, and listening to him teach and, and do some miracles? And as wonderful as those things were for the disciples to see and to hear, no, you can't go back to normal. <laughs> no, things are never going to be normal. They're changed yeah. forever. And and so again, what in those verses you read from John 14, what gives? What does Jesus say will give the disciples peace for their troubled hearts? He says, "Don't let your hearts be troubled." Right, and then what 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 does he say after that?
1: Well, faith, believe yeah. in God, believe also in me,
0: believe yeah. in God, believe in Him, and then even beyond that, what what is Jesus going to do?
1: Well, see, that's the cool thing. He says, N- none of this is over. Yeah. No, you got to understand there's a purpose in all of this. And the purpose is I'm going up to the Father. And and, and he's got lots of space. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to worry about not getting a reservation. And I'm going to prepare a place for you. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And then I'm going to take you to where I am. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So all those beautiful things you know, that he's, you know, this is our part of the plan, right? To die. How, how, how many
1: times have you read that at a funeral? Because that's, that's, oh my that's goodness. what it's all yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And, and to, 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 to descend into heaven. But, but I think, you know, perhaps the most comforting thing here for the disciples and for us, right, is that uh, I will take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. I am coming again to do that. I'm coming yeah. to take you to be where I am. So Jesus is going to return. He's going to come back. And I think that that's, that's, you know, that's a beautiful thing. So here, here's kind of the point I'm trying to get to, John, because when I want to have a point. Um, that, that, you know, peace <laughs> it makes it so much interesting yeah, for the yeah, listener. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, peace for troubled hearts, all right? It doesn't come from the return to normal. No, peace for troubled hearts. It comes from the return of Jesus.
1: Oh, <laughs> okay? cool. Yes, so yes.
0: It's not from the return to normal. It's from the return of. Of Jesus, it was true for the disciples. It's true for us because here's the deal: what What is the return to normal? All right, you know the the uh, the, the the coronavirus goes away, right? Um, and I yeah. pray for that. that. That I I pray for that every day, right? I, that would be a wonderful thing. We trust that it's going to happen someday. But, you know, there's always going to be the next thing, John. Yeah. Um, yeah. you hear about these murder hornets that are invading <laughs> North America? Have you heard about that? Yeah. yeah,
1: but they're going to murder bees. They're not going to murder us. Yeah, <laughs> so well, I don't care. Kill the bees. I don't like honey bees. anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, you know, just the, the, the impact that it'll have, really, really, you know, no. on, the, on the environment, on ec- ecologically, uh, uh, you know, it's just, it's my point is there's always something else. Yep. And if it, if it's not murder hornets, well, guess what? It, uh, after COVID, our our knees are still going to get skinned. <laughs> We're still going to shed tears. Um, people are still going to die. <laughs> that's that's the way it is. That's our normal, right?
1: Yes. yo yep, uh, so Yeah.
0: I just encourage our listeners: don't settle for normal. Uh, don't don't find peace in a return just to normal, or peace in a a sign that says this too shall pass. Although we pray that it passes, right? Uh, but. You know, ultimately, find peace for troubled hearts in Jesus and in His return, uh, because Jesus didn't come uh, and die and rise and and return on the last day just to return things to kind of normal to pope, normal, adamant, yeah. sinful world. Normal? No, He came to return things to to what they were meant to be, to be restored, um, to be a new heavens and a new earth. Um, not not just. Back to, to what we imagine to be normal, but to something that's even beyond what we can comprehend, um, that sinless perfection. Um, you know, no more separation from moms on Mother's Day. And no more masks that we have to wear. Uh, no more death, even. Uh, no more troubled hearts. Um, and again, that's what Jesus promises uh, in John 14. I will come again. I will take you to myself that where I am, you may be also.
1: Um, and, and, you know, I think what's neat about this, this chapter is, is, of course, he, he is comforting them for the immediate crisis. The fact that that very sure. night he'll be taken off and they, of course, yeah. will all abandon him. Uh, uh, but, but I also got to thinking, you know, we, we do this text this time of the year. Uh, and I thought it's really appropriate for this time of the year because we just celebrated the ascension, right? And that's the other thing that they have to encounter because uh, cause the whole death of Jesus thing, that's only three days. And then he's resurrected and then they're rejoicing again and he's saying peace. But I think the really big challenge would be the Ascension Day when Jesus goes and he says, I'm not coming back until I do just what I said here. I am coming back, yeah, and you'll see me coming back in the clouds with the angels, but that you, you won't see me uh, until then. And and so, yeah, these comforting things to... uh uh, remind us, remind the disciples that, uh, as you said, we shouldn't get comfortable here. This is not the normal. Uh, we do have some times of blessings and joys because we've got a good God. And that's what he likes to do for his children. He likes to give them blessings and joys. But not here, not here permanently. It's just not going to happen. You're yeah. right. Uh, no. uh, so normalcy is not what we want. As you said, what we want to return to is when Jesus returns. And is that not what the church prayed in Revelation? Come, Lord Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that's the problem. Maybe it goes back to what Lincoln said. You know, we we've become so complacent because yep. God has been so good to us that we forget that, no, it was never his intent for us to stay here. This is yep. not the place where we are to remain, but we need to go where he is, and he's going to come and take us there.
0: And, you know, suffering reminds us of that. You're exactly right. You know, yeah. speaking of, of Lincoln in the, the 19th century. Um, I think of the, the African-American slaves. Uh, oh, yeah. and, You know, the, the suffering that, and abuses that they endured. Uh, and, you know, when you look at the, the songs of these men and women, many of whom are Christians, um, they, they long for something better, to be delivered both from slavery, but also uh, a deliverance from this world. I mean, so many of those spirituals. Uh, there's one in the uh kind of the extension of our our hymnal Lutheran service book my Lord what a morning it's this, it's this uh, yes. spiritual that just boy points to that morning when Jesus returns and i I think you're right when we're comfortable and complacent and living high on the hog uh yeah, this, is, well, this is pretty good you know but if if we're suffering if we're a slave right <laughs> um if 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 we have a pandemic and we're isolated all of a sudden boy um, I'm looking for something better. I'm longing to be delivered from this by the Lord. I'm longing not for normal. I'm longing for, for something much better, uh, Christ's return. So suffering as a way of doing that too. A call to repentance, but also uh, not, not holding on too tightly to this world and the, the, uh, the things of this earth, but to look for Christ and his return and, and a, something much better. So um, I, I I sent you two Bible verses, John. Do you mind? Oh
1: yeah. With
0: those? Yeah. We've got a verse from Second Peter and then a verse from Revelation. That I think speaks to this idea too.
1: Oh no, Matt! I lost it. I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go. No, no. Wait a it. second. You got it. If you don't. Yeah. 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 No. Um. Well, I, no. Did you email it to me or did you text yeah, it to me? It?
0: It. That's okay. I'll, I'll read it. Okay. So you you read it. You got it. it.
1: I can't find it. I'm sorry. I thought I had it on We're, my we're phone. working
0: from a distance, folks, so bear yeah. with us. Um, anyway. Yeah, so, we long
1: for that normalcy, don't we, where we can be in well, the yeah. studio together? Yeah,
0: okay. That's okay. But, you know, I'm longing even more for Jesus to come back. Now yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, <that's laughs> me too, Matt. <laughs> um, <laughs> so read the verses.
0: Yeah, 2 Peter 3 says, according to his promise, we are waiting for a new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells, right? Righteousness. And then uh, Revelation 21, boy, that talks about that too, uh, where God says, I am making all things new, all things new. I think that's interesting. God doesn't say I'm making all new things, right, John? He says I'm making all things new. So this restoration of what was once perfect. Uh, oh, it's going to be restored be uh, beyond our imagination. And then uh, the normal won't be that sinful fallen world, but it will be then forevermore what it was meant to be, that perfection. Uh, so that's, that's what gives peace to our troubled hearts, isn't a return to normal, uh, ultimately, uh, although i you know, again, looking for the virus to be gone, uh, but the return of Christ and all that he promises uh, in that. So we look, our, we look forward to that and we set our troubled hearts on that uh, to give peace.
1: Thank you for those words, Matt, and this has been Wrestling Wrestling with with the basics. Basics.